Enjoy fun adventures as you sail away together and experience the extraordinary marriage you desire. Join us in April 2025 for the Six Pillars at Sea Marriage Getaway. Yes, we are taking Six Pillars cruising and we want you to join us. Get all the details at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash getaway. Use promo code SHIPSAHOY to get $500 off your registration today. We'll see you there. From San Diego, California, this is the One Extraordinary Marriage Show. Where being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call at 858-876-5663. That's 858-876-5663. In today's show, we talk about how lies become a cancer in your marriage and what you need to do to heal. And I want to share with you this quote that was attributed to Anonymous, and it says, once you lie to me the first time, I'll question everything else you say. Mm. And that's really, as we dig into today's show and talk about how lies become a cancer in your marriage, that's really where it starts. And so we're going to be digging deep into that on today's show. But before we dig into the meat, we start each and every one Extraordinary Marriage show with a hug. And this week's hug is sponsored by Christian Credit Counselors, and you can find them at ChristianCreditCounselors.org. Christian Credit Counselors is a nonprofit credit counseling and debt management organization. For the last 25 plus years, they've helped over 300,000 clients get out of debt. Can you just wrap your head around that number for a second? 300,000 people just like you, just like me, getting out of debt. They lower high interest rates and consolidate payments into one affordable monthly payment. You can give them a call now at 800 557 1985. Listen to this, guys. Their average clients pay off their debt up to 80% faster on the debt management program. 80%. That makes a significant difference in your intimacy. Mm -hmm. So call them today for a free no-obligation debt analysis. If you didn't catch the number the first time, it's 800-557-1985 or visit them at christiancreditcounselors.org. Make sure to tell them that you heard about them on the One Extraordinary Marriage Show. And I love this hug because it starts off, hey, you two lovebirds. Which we are. Love that. Uh, Thank you so much for your amazing encouragement. My husband and I, when engaged, struggled to find great resources on sex within Christian marriage. Mm. We waited until our wedding night to become physically intimate. And as I was a virgin, and Mm. then she puts in parentheses, and a researcher by trade, I wanted to at least have some knowledge as to what to expect. Listening to your podcast was a huge blessing, and we are so grateful for your ministry. Now our trouble is hitting snooze too much because cuddling is just so darn wonderful. Yes, it is. If you have a resource on that one, getting motivated to get out of bed, let us know. Um, (laughs) Just as an aside, we have that same problem now still 20 years after marriage where there are just, you know, after our wedding day where there are just times when I'm like, I I could seriously just like spend the morning cuddling with you. So this morning, uh, we haven't created that resource yet because we're still in the middle of it. So thank you for writing in. And, and again, guys, when you, when you share your hugs with us, when you post a a five-star review on iTunes, you're impacting other people because whether they hear the hug here or they read the review on iTunes, people connect with your words and your stories. And that's why we share the hugs because it's your words that let people know that this is a place where they need to be. This yep. is the information that they need to be getting. Just like this gal was saying, you know, we needed some resources to get our marriage off on the right foot. And, and we found them in the One Extraordinary Marriage Show. That's what happens because you guys share the show and share your reviews and call in or 
you know, email us with a hug. Yeah. So like Tony said in the opening of the show that, you know, lies become a cancer in your marriage. Right. And it, this was really interesting how even the, the idea behind this show came about because right. I have, I have a coaching client who's actually a cancer survivor. Right. And so as we're dealing with the challenges that, that is mm. in their relationship, right. The challenges that have presented themselves. And we're talking about the fact that, that lying has been an issue in their relationship. As I started to, to hear the words, right. About how, you know, it, it's been the struggle and everything. I realized as I'm sitting here in a coaching session with a cancer survivor that just like cancer takes over a person's life, lies take over as a cancer too. Because mm -hmm. here's the thing, right? You know, a cancer cell, cancer doesn't just show up one day as like this full blown tumor, right? That's usually when we catch it. But the truth of the matter is, is that cancer starts with one cell going haywire, mm -hmm. right? Doing right. what it's not supposed to, cancer, one cell beginning, one cell doing what it's not supposed to do. And then replicating that over and over and over again until you have this great big ugly called a tumor, something that's ugly and unrecognizable inside of you. Well, here's the deal. Lying starts with one big one decision of doing something you're not supposed to do. Mm -hmm. And then that gets replicated into something ugly and unrecognizable in your relationship, right? It's something that causes pain, causes pain, just like a tumor does in a person's body. And it's something that once you know about it has got to go. Go. It has to. Right. I've been hearing from coaching clients over and over in the last couple of weeks. And it's just, we say this so often that when we bring a show to you guys, it's because we're hearing the same thing over and over again. And in this instance, we've, we've walked this path before. Oh yeah. Have we not? And do we still at times, Hey, there are still times when little, we'll call them little white lies creep into us. And yet those little white lies have massive impact. Absolutely. I mean, in the last two weeks, this is what I've heard from coaching clients. It's not so much the infidelity that hurts as much as the lying about it right? It's not the alcohol, chewing tobacco, et cetera, that bothers me so much. It's the lying about it. It's not what I did that bothers him or her so much. It's the fact that I lied about it mm -hmm. for right. so long, right? We make mistakes. Everybody makes poor choices, right? Tony and I do not ever get behind these microphones and say, we've got it all figured out. We're absolutely perfect. And, you know, we're just amazing, we never come behind these microphones with perfection, right? And okay. yet, yet in that, in this idea that we come and say, you know, we've walked the same path, right? We come because we know that if we're hearing this over and over again, this idea of lying, and we know that we've had lying in our own marriage, that we better address it right? because the cancer that has most definitely been in our marriage that we've had to excise is also happening in your marriages, right? It's happening because we think, like Tony said, we think those little white lies, we think they're no big deal. Right. Right. It's the, it's the oh, I just, I just sent a couple of text messages to that person. No big deal. Not my spouse, by the way, you know, oh, I just spent a little extra on this credit card that my spouse has no idea about. No big deal. You know? I, I just saw a meme on Facebook before we got on where it said, 
oh yeah, you know that stuff? You better leave it in the trunk because he's in the house. Mm. Right? I mean, here we are. This show is airing November of 2016, the first the first time it airs. And so we're right in the holiday season, right. 2016 holiday season. And already the memes are going around about hiding your purchases from your spouse. Right? Like, just leave it in the trunk and sneak it in later. That's lying. Right? And it's it's... Unless it's a gift for him and you don't want him to see it. Okay, that's but that's a surprise and not a lie. That's true. There's a difference. There's a big difference. There's a big difference. Because lying is... And you have to distinguish that. And you have... Right. And don't don't use all kinds of other lies. We'll get into that later. Yes. But, you know, lying is not telling the truth. Like, on the surface. It's not telling the truth. It's leaving out bits and pieces. So it's also not telling a complete truth. We like to call that the good parts version. You know, anybody that's read The Princess Bride, you know, if you read the book, it actually talks about the book is the good parts version. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of us try and live our lives like that, right? It's why we look at other things that are on social media and we're like, oh, that looks so good. That's somebody else's good parts version. That's a lie. Nobody's life is as perfect as they put on Instagram, Facebook, or anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Like, let me just dispel that. It's not honoring your word, right? If I tell Tony, you know, I'm going to be home at a certain time and I choose, now granted, there are times when you get delayed and, and that's that's not what we're talking about here. What we're talking about is when, you know, I tell Tony, oh, I'm going to be home, I'm going out with the girls and I'm going to be home at nine and I choose at 8.45 to not leave, right? I've lied to Tony. That That's a lie. Like, let me be really clear, okay? It, it's the little white lies. It's the big whopping lies. And we're so quick. This is the thing that I was experiencing with a lot of my coaching clients last week that really brought this up. We're so quick to point fingers at the big whopping lies, the ones that were like, oh, you know, that make our, you guys can't see it because I just made this fabulous, ugly face. Um, Draw dropping. Jaw dropping, you know, like, I can't believe you would do that. We're so quick to point fingers at the person that does those types of lies. And we don't actually take any responsibility for our little white lies, which are just as destructive because remember, if we're thinking about lies as a cancer in your marriage, cancer starts off with one, right? It doesn't start off with a tumor the size of a golf ball or a grapefruit. It starts with one cell, one decision going haywire. Mm-hmm. So those little white lies, you better start thinking about them on the same scale that you're thinking about the big whopping lies. Yeah, and if you're starting to have to make up stories to make up stories for the lies that you can't remember you made then you've gone down a path that you need to really recognize and understand that the lies that you are saying, those little white lies have really, you know, really have come together into that. It's going to be that big whopping lie Mm -hmm. or that tumor that all of a sudden you're going into the doctor and they're like, Hey man, you got stage four cancer. Yeah. And stage four for a lot of people, stage four cancers are terminal Mm-hmm. Right. So if you, if you take that same analogy and bring it back into your marriage, you don't want to get to stage four lying cancer in your marriage. Right. You don't want to be terminal because of something that you could have taken care of and you could have eradicated way before you get the diagnosis. Mm-hmm. Right. Because honestly, guys, lying comes down to two words to only two words comes down to broken trust. Every time you tell a little white lie, like case in point, when, you know, like if I were to go shopping and Tony's like, how much did you spend? Right? Like I knew you were out shopping. How much did you spend today? And 
truth would be, you know, $200. And I'm like, $100. Pure, total lie. I've done that lie. I've done it. You know, because the, it was one hundred and ninety nine dollars and ninety eight cents. So it wasn't technically two hundred. That's my justification, right? But here's the thing: that lie starts a cascade of situations in our marriage, right? Because now when we go to like plan our our cash flow plan for the next month, and I'm like, I got to cover my hundred dollars that I spent, or I've got a hot, you know, when he's like, Hey, I didn't like where I haven't seen those dresses before. Where did they come from? And I'm like, Oh, you know, got them on sale, you know, and I'm making up all kinds of stuff. Right. Do you see how, how, if I had just said, you know what? Yeah, I went over my budget. I could have, I could have addressed it at the beginning, but now I've got to like cover up where those dresses came from and I've got to like drip them out so that he doesn't see everything at once. And I can't be proud of what I purchased because of the fact that, well, I lied about it. And now it's impacting our finances and it's impacting the trust in our relationship and it's Mm -hmm. impacting the security. One decision, guys, snowballs, it snowballs. And I get it. I get why people lie. Like I did all this research because I'm like, well, I know why I lie. I know why I've lied to Tony in the past. But, you know, what did what are the people out there like the experts have to say about it? And really, there's three reasons why people lie. And, and as I was you know, having these conversations with my coach and clients this week, each one of these came out. Right. People lie because they're trying to protect themselves right? Like we don't want to look bad. We, you know, it's just easier. Like we feel better about ourselves because, you know, maybe it puts us in a bad light. People lie because they feel shame over their decisions. You know, in the, when I was talking about some of the statements that I'd heard this past week, I mentioned tobacco, mm-hmm. right? I've got coaching clients that chew tobacco. They're wives. This is men that are chewing it in these cases. Their wives don't like it. Right. And because of that, and because they know it's not good for them, they do feel shame over this decision. But the third reason that they lie, and it's the case in each one of these scenarios, is because they're trying to avoid confrontation. Right. Like, if I don't tell you, we won't have a fight about it. Right. Well, the reality is, is that those three things protecting yourself, feeling shame over your decision, and trying to avoid conver- confrontation are the things that actually happen when you lie. Right. Like I try and tell Tony, oh, like, let's not like I only spent a hundred dollars. Right. Or yeah, sex was great last night. Like, let's take that one. Right. Because I don't know how many of you are lying about what happens in your bedroom, but I know I have. Same. I, I, I yep. know Tony has. You know, sometimes you're like, that was great. And we're at a point now where because we talk about our sex life so much, the, we feel pretty comfortable saying, you know what, that just that like you weren't 100 percent there. Right. And if one of us calls us on it, we're like, you're right. You're right. You're right. But there was a season in our marriage where we'd put on the happy face for the other one and be like, that was nice. That was good. And one thing I've learned over the years with lying, lying builds up fear and worry, you know, and if you're at a spot where, man, you're under attack and you're, you're under the weight of fear or worry. I have found in my own life that by holding those lies in, I am being bound mm-hmm. into this place of if I tell the truth now, then it's all going to be lost. Or if I bring, you know, if I try to rectify this, or if I if I just tell another little lie, it, it's okay. And yet, you know, the worry get, begins to to build up, and it builds up even more and more, and that in itself 
then cripples me. It then cripples you from being able to stand up, mm-hmm. you know, stand up with strength and integrity. And, and in a situation like in the bedroom where you are having sex, if you've been lying to your spouse and telling them that it's great for so long, you're, you're going, I'm not going to bring this up. Right. Like the fear of bringing it up just lays you out. Well, I, I had a, a coaching call a couple of weeks ago where the wife's like, you know, it was one-on-one with a wife and she was saying how, you know, her husband isn't quite the lover that she wishes he would be. And she's like, do I tell him? And I'm like, let's think about what, what's going to happen here, right? Because you've, you've created this situation and we need to heal the entire marriage. Right. Right. Because just telling him is going to lay him out. Right. Because now all of a sudden he's going to be knocked down going, but you've been telling me forever. Right. And so, so she wrestles with this, right. Because, and now under that burden, here's the thing, guys, when you're under the burden of your lies, you're much more likely to get in fights with your spouse because you're holding something. And so every little thing becomes what feels like a potential attack. Well, why are you questioning me? Wow. Right. Because, because when somebody is lying in the relationship, there is a dynamic, there's a balance that's off. And the one that's not doing the lying picks up on that, right? Like, why aren't we, why aren't we in sync? Why aren't, why isn't this going well? And so they start asking you, like, what's going on with you? Are we okay? Are you, right? The doubt creeps in, right? right? Uh, Are you sure that didn't happen or, and they'll ask you in different ways, right? Because you know, call it the influence of the Holy Spirit, call it intuition, call it whatever you want to call it. I personally think it's the Holy Spirit just prompting me in those moments to ask a question because I know something's off. And so in that, all of a sudden you're like, well, why are you asking me these questions, right? You go on the defensive. Just, I told you, right? I told you the truth, even though it wasn't. But you get all defensive. You invite that confrontation into your marriage. And folks, there are enough attacks on your marriage. There are enough reasons that the two of you, you know, find yourself in battles, you don't need to actually create more. Can, can I just be really clear? Like, like, let's not be creating situations where the two of you have to fight each other any more than like normal life stuff coming in. Because, you know, <laughs> we've talked about this before on the show. The whole idea when you're married is that the two of you become one, right? That you become unified. Right. It's, like actually how the name One Extraordinary Marriage came to be, right? It, it came from the, the Bible verse that says, and the two shall become one, right? One, one extraordinary marriage. So when you insert lies, when you start that cancer growing in your marriage, that tumor of lies actually keeps the two of you from getting closer. And that's in all areas of intimacy. Right, that that that's in your emotional intimacy. That's in your financial in- intimacies. Your spiritual, your physical, your sexual, your recreational. That that attack, that tumor that separates the two of you, is separating you from all those areas. And Elisa brought up something so great was, you know, the the response, because I can still remember and and do at times when you know it's like oh yeah yeah, but then when she she really starts laser focusing in. That, oh, whoa, wait a minute. Why, why do you need to know that now? Like, why are you so into my stuff where I'm like, oh, wow, there is something I need to tell you that I haven't said. Or, you know, again, those little white lies that I've, I've sort of kind of told you and yet 
I really haven't told you. Because mm-hmm. what it boils down to is, you know, that tumor, that cell, that decision that has gone awry, it ends up creating more, more lies. It ends up creating more doubt. It ends up creating insecurity, right? So all of those things that you're trying to avoid actually cause the tumor cause the cancer to get bigger. And just like I was sharing with this cancer survivor, how you have to move from a place of, of being sick to a place of being wellness, being in wellness, all of you have to do the same thing. We can't have cancers in our marriage. We can't be having those cells, those decisions go awry because it, it will keep the unity out of your marriage. It will keep the cohesiveness out of your marriage. It's going to keep you from having an extraordinary marriage, right? And we want to talk to you guys in this show about what you can do to heal from this pain, what you can do from being, you know, a cancer victim to being a cancer survivor right? with the lies. But before we talk about what you can do to heal from the pain, we've got a quick word from our sponsor. And then Tony and I are going to share those strategies that you can recover, that you can use to recover from the lies in your marriage. You know, as we said at the beginning, Christian Credit Counseling is a nonprofit credit and counseling, credit counseling and debt management organization who for the last 25 years have helped over 300,000 clients get out of debt. And every time I read that number, I'm just amazed. I know. Because that means that there are 300,000 families that are getting healthy, that are getting free from financial lies, that are getting free from the pain of their finances. They lower high interest rates and consolidate payments into one affordable monthly payment. So give them a call now at 800-557-1985. And we want to share Ben and Lindsay's financial journey. Definitely having debt does put stress on a marriage, on your health. There are a lot of things you can't do because you're on such a tight budget. It just starts mounting up, especially with the with the interest. It just goes up. So I could definitely see there was stress in Lindsay, and that would kind of spill over into our, our relationship and, and how we related to each other. And our situation's definitely improved. And, you know, when you have money to go do the things you want and, you know, you're able to spend money um, that you actually have, it's... It's a liberating feeling. It's definitely freedom. Their average clients pay off their debt up to 80% faster on the debt management program. So give them a call today. Don't wait, guys. Don't wait. Get started this next year financially healthy. Give Mm -hmm. them a call today at 800-557-1985 or visit them at christiancreditcounselors.org. So as I was sharing with with the cancer survivor, right? When you go through a cancer diagnosis, at some point in time, in almost every situation, they're going, the medical establishment, we hear this, I'm not a doctor, so, you know, caveat there, often says you either need to have surgery to remove it, or you need to have some kind of, you know, medical intervention, chemo, radiation, something, right? And and usually it's a combination of both, depending on the tumor, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, got to get it out of your body, And you got to get radical in eradicating any cancer cells that might be left there, right? Got to get it out. And and here's the thing. If you've known, and I think we probably all have, somebody that's gone through a cancer treatment, it stinks. It's tough. It's painful. Yeah. And there are days when you're like, this absolutely sucks, right? I don't want to do this. Same thing is true. Getting the lying cancer out of your marriage. It has to be dramatically eradicated. And the healing process 
I'm going to be real honest with you because we've walked it. The healing process is painful, right? Because it's a journey to rebuilding trust. And that doesn't just happen, right? There's no magic wand. It's just like, you know, you can't go into an oncologist's office and be like, yeah, I want my cancer gone. Can you just like, like tell me it's gone? Yeah. And that's the thing, folks. It is a process and you have to determine and decide when you're going to start. See, because that's where I see folks stumble and fall and, and, and continue to stub their toe is because you don't start. You sit there and you keep banging your head against the wall, wondering why you're not having the marriage you desire because you're sitting there and you're continuously lying to your spouse. So you got to make a stand somewhere, mm-hmm. stand up and say it's enough. Now I'm, I'm not, I'm not saying you got to walk that alone. I'm not saying you have to do this on your, on your own and, and go through the, the hardship that's going to possibly come because trust has been broken and your spouse most likely knows it. And so you're sitting there wondering, what do we do next? And that's why you're sort of like, well, I'm not going to bring it up because then it's going to bring up a whole another can of worms. And then then do I want to really even deal with that? And we're just at the status quo. Well, if you want to just live in the status quo, then just live in the status quo. But that's what you're going to live. So if you want to stop it, you got to start somewhere. People who have cancer can sit there and say, I'm not going to do it. Now, there are other treatments, like Elisa said, and we're not doctors, you know, but there are folks that just go, I'm not going to do it. I know I only have six months to live, so I'm going to just live my six months. Mm-hmm. Other people go, no, you know what? I'm going to do everything I can to fight it because I want to stay on this earth as long as I can with my loved ones. And, you know, again, like Tony said a while ago about, the, you know, that terminal, right? Like sometimes when it's discovered, it's terminal, right? The same thing is true in your marriage. So if it's terminal, I don't care that you have made these choices. What I care is that you start the healing process, mm-hmm. right? So the first thing that you got to do is you got to make a decision that you're going to start the healing process, that you're going to start eradicating this lying cancer from your marriage. And you've got to go to complete transparency, folks, right? The drip method, well, I'll just tell you a little bit today. And then maybe like in two or three months when you ask me a lot of questions, maybe Maybe then I'll give you a little bit more, but maybe not the whole thing. It'll depend on how I feel. Uh-uh. Every time you drip and they get another revelation, you're going back to the beginning or maybe even beyond, right? It's like taking 10 steps backward. Take your masks off, folks. Get transparent because the only way you're going to heal is if there's nothing else to discover, right? Doctors really do their best not to leave any bit of cancer, Mm-hmm. inside because they know that those cancer cells can replicate. Same thing. If you leave a little bit of your lies locked up, they start replicating themselves and causing that tumor to grow. You need to share your feelings and not your accusations, right? Like let's talk about the damage that it's created. Let's understand where that pain is instead of like hurling accusations and hurling insults and hurling all of these negative words that, that aren't really addressing the problem right? Share, mm-hmm. share how you feel, share what's been going on in the relationship, right? And, and guys, remember when we all start our relationships with our significant others, with our spouses, with our boyfriends, our girlfriends, when you start, we give trust so freely, but when you've broken that trust through your lies, you better believe you have to earn it back. It's not just a switch that your spouse is going to flip. You're actually going to have to do some action just like going to chemo, just like going to radiation, you're going to have to do some action to rebuild that trust and get healing in your relationship. 
and the two of you have to create an environment where it's safe to tell the truth. If, you know, if I were to come to Tony and say, hey, you know, so last night wasn't the greatest. And he like would fly off the handle and be like, what the heck are you talking about? Like that was like, da, 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 ah, ah. not safe for me, not safe for me. And it's going to keep me from telling him anything. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and ultimately at the end of the day, ultimately at the end of the day, you have to live a life where you don't have to lie right? You have to say my vows matter so much to me. This other person is so important to me that I'm not going to jeopardize my life or my relationship because of a lie. The instantaneous gratification, the self-preservation, the confrontation avoidance is not worth it. Don't make those decisions that cause you to have to lie. Live a life. Live a life of transparency, live a life of integrity, and you won't have to deal with that cancer in your relationship. It won't even be there. You won't have to eradicate anything because the two of you will be unified. The two of you will have health and wholeness, right? That's a decision that each one of us, each one of you listening to the show has to make because when you start living that life, your marriage truly becomes extraordinary. Yeah. And as we as we close up here today, this is this is a tough process. I'll tell you. I mean, because some of you are listening and going, "Man, complete transparency." If I bring everything up now, my wife's going to walk out the door. You know, share my feelings, not not my accusations. I mean, you know, remember that trust once it, it was given freely, and now I got to earn it back. I mean, walking those steps alone can be very daunting, and we get it because we've been there. It is daunting at times. And so if you're in a place where it's like, it's time, you're, you're going, man, I am just done with this. I'm done living under the weight of these lies that I've shared. And it's time for me to, to grow. It's time for me to stretch, get away from these, be completely transparent to my wife and walk a new path. And maybe you need some help. You need somebody in between who can help you with that path because it can be different for everybody. And how are you going to go about that? I would suggest that you go to com slash coaching and look at coaching with Elisa because that's where she can come in and help the two of you share what's going on, reveal what's happening, and allow you guys to have that path, that plan, so you can rebuild that trust and get you going. So again, you can go to com slash coaching. You guys, lies tear us up lies not only does it tear us up personally like i said with fear and worry it also tears us apart from our spouse from us being connected to them emotionally physically spiritually sexually it's time to stop the lies it is it's time to stop the lies because guess what it's not taking us anywhere we want to go or where we want to be in our marriage it's destroying it. So let's get out there. Let's live those extraordinary marriages we desire and make it so that we can be in a place where we can share that, overcome that, and be the husband and wives that we're called to be. We love you guys so much. We hope you have a fantastic week. And again, if you're ready to jump on coaching, go to com slash coaching. Love you guys. Have a fantastic week.